welcome to Hotel Stories podcast with Tracy and Sam. This evening's tale from TripAdvisor is coming to you from Austin, Texas, the capital of Texas. Get ready, y'all. Get ready, because it's down and dirty tonight. I took it downtown. Oh, you did. You went down again. I like it. I was like, you know what? I like Austin, and Austin's a great town. I just want to say that I spent a lot of time in Austin. I've had a lot of friends in Austin. I love the hotels in Austin. It's a different town than it was five years ago. But there's some, there's some funky shit out there, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I loved going to Austin on um, sales trips and uh, staying at some of the best hotels. I really love it there. I did not cover those hotels. I covered, again, the Down and Dirty hotels because those hotels – do a great job and that was a little boring to me you know um i my the theme this week for me was you know you know, remember that video from antoine dawson you are so dumb you are really yeah. dumb. well there's some dumb people out there y'all are so dumb you are really dumb <laughs> who's the first dumb person you encountered okay well <laughs> this is um this is dumb, okay? And this is from the number one hotel in Austin out of 216 hotels, the Archer Hotel, which is a fantastic hotel. They have a 4.75 rating and 748 reviews. Really cool place. And this woman says, housekeeping done got into my personal items. That's what it says? Yeah, positive. Decor is fabulous. Location is awesome. Patio in our room is great. Great use of negative small pool black grout in shower filthy same with the floor dirty room dirty bathroom comforter had a hole dresser drawer broke faucets broke housekeeping would just move the base back rather than having a fixed toilets where the worst flow toilets I have ever experienced why will I never stay here again because the housekeeper on my last day there got into my personal items I kept my medications, makeup, contacts on a towel under the TV in the living room. She was not moving the towel to clean. She literally moved and touched every single item of mine and put them in some kind of weird display or lineup of my personal items. She even picked up a few of my things and put them inside a zip cosmetic bag. I had my eye care items in. She actually picked up some hair ties and face products up my towel and placed them inside my zipped eye care bag. This is the hugest invasion of privacy and crossing a line. Actually, not really. It's not yeah. the invasion of privacy. Really, the hugest invasion of privacy. We've already covered that this season, but whatever. If she didn't, <laughs> that is fine, but she didn't. Instead, she made a stupid decorative display with my hair products, makeup, and medications. This is inappropriate, it's disgusting, and awful. <laughs> You probably cleaned the toilet right before this. The worst part was going through my items, picking up random things to stuff in my zipped eye care bag, also sitting on the table. We got back really late that night. We were too tired to deal with it. Bitch, deal with what? We left early the next morning. We had been there five days, and if this had happened earlier on the trip, I would have sought out a manager. What's an eye care bag? Is that only your eye products or is that like a contact thing? I don't know. But I just, after 
I read this, I was like, this person literally has zero life. They have no problems in life. And she kept saying zipped and like, it, it zipped was capitalized. Like, I got it. I got it. It's zipped. We hear you. <laughs> there was no button closure. Invasion. It was the worst. I mean, like for a minute there, you think she's in Afghanistan, but no, she's in Austin. And I was making it like, if I were the GM, what would I say? I would be like, dear questionable human being, comma, you are really dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> Did anyone find it helpful? Yeah, people found it helpful. I mean. How is that helpful? I don't know. But the, the GM wrote back such a nice, you know, a really nice day. He said, I, I was happy to read that you enjoy parts of your stay, like the decor in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like here's the deal if you've never been to a luxury hotel or a boutique hotel sometimes the housekeepers are told that they need to like sort of arrange your things on the vanity in a certain way and you don't yeah. have this housekeeper every day so I'm sure they were just doing their job I don't think anybody wanted to get into your dirty zipped cosmetic bag nobody wanted to get your beat down MAC cosmetics and your visine ma'am your eye care bag I care bag zipped. I care bag zipped. I care bag. <laughs> so I hate. Oh. I shouldn't say that. I don't hate anybody, but I seriously don't like her. Hey, she she's asking for it. Okay, so this is from the Grand Pierce Hotel, and I love the um, the title of this is "Evil Evil Place." <laughs> And you know they were upset because it's the only place they reviewed and their name on their trip advisor is pay more next time. <laughs> That's good. That was just, by the way, they just created it to write this. <laughs> My first impression of the hotel was that it was a lot more rundown than I thought. When I got to my room, I was happy to see it all looked pretty clean. However, that night and all the nights after, my neighbors kept me up all night. There was domestic fighting, crying, yelling, pounding on my walls all night, loud, intimate sounds with multiple people involved. I later found similar reviews about this on Expedia and think the hotel might be used for human trafficking? Question mark. I let the manager know after the second night of the noise. I didn't want to say anything because I was alone and the people beside me were truly scary. He moved my neighbors to a different room. The new neighbors were just as bad. They were fighting loudly, and I could hear every word they said. I complained to the front desk again, as I had not slept in three nights. While I was there, I saw someone pay for a room in cash. It's one of those kind of hotels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The hotel told me to call Expedia and ask for a refund, but Expedia did not help in any way. Oh, my God. That's correct. They will not help in any way. Yep. Prepaid them. Hello. Expedia would let you prepay, you know, like a toilet seat cover. Oh, yeah. Evil, evil place. One person found it helpful. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know how I love a misspelling, right? Yes. What you find? And also from the Archer, and by the way, like I, I, I shouldn't do this, but I always like to go to the most, in, you know, the most um, well-regarded, highly reviewed hotel and see like who's writing terrible things about it. And like, 
tear a thread. And not one of the re reviews that I read from the archer was like terrible or poor. None of them lined up with each other. There wasn't like, yeah, we walked over the same dead body or, you know, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, and this person is from Plano, so they should know better. And they say, not enough maize sap and salty plumping. Plumping? No, plumping. Again, again misspelled. Yeah, plumping. We were not offered any upgrades, just some drinks at the bar for our wait time. We did not want these drinks at the bar. They need to work out the kinks in their plumping <laughs> and accommodate us there. In my opinion, they are trying to make an impression. Now, what what I would have done is the GM was would have written back, and I would have misspelled it too because I'm like that. I would have been like, "Dear sir." We're sorry about the plumping. Stop. What? They, they must think that's how plumbing is spelled. But like, say it. Like, say it. Can you imagine like these people are like, I can't believe there's something wrong with the plumping in my room. <laughs> They've gone their whole life thinking the word is plumping. Plumping? Tracy? I don't know. That's don't so know. good. And the guy's name is not like foreign. I mean, I'm not making fun of people who are learning it. Like, it's clear that they understand. English. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I have a hotel for you. It's called um, Perfect Hotel for the Deaf. Deaf? D-E-A-F? Like? Mm -hmm. Like, no, like hearing loss. <laughs> Perfect Hotel for the Deaf. It says, there's only one issue with this hotel. They gave it three stars. There's apparently zero soundproofing in between the rooms. My own echoed voice around the room i could hear my own echoed voice around the room constantly and the television was unwatchable unless mute, the mute was on and then there were the neighbors i heard an entire hour-long phone conversation going on <laughs> with the guests to the left side of my room and later that evening when i returned from the fitness center i was serenaded by the couple on the right side of the room in their attempts to have quiet sex <laughs> <laughs> How boring. I mean, you're having quiet. You're like, shh. Even with my headphones in, they were not successful. <laughs> Luckily, everything quieted down by bedtime. In the morning, I was awakened by my neighbor's alarm clock and enjoyed <laughs> listening to him or hers bodily functions on the toilet before I got up myself. Oh, jeez. If you decide to stay at this nice hotel and are not completely deaf, I would strongly recommend a good set of earplugs and no sense of personal dignity. <laughs> wow. I mean, and they say, once again, the guy's like, you know what? It's cool. I'm just going to work through it. There's some really loud people trying to have quiet sex next door and I'm going to just do it. I mean, that all of that, sitting there and writing this review and being like, the people next door are trying to have quiet sex. And how does he know that? How does he know that? How does he like, Oh, that sounds like some people really trying to have a quiet, sexy time. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't. You know, it's not like they were signing to each other. Oh, my God. So, I found this place in Jersey. And it says, we're 
grumpy ass hotel gets an absolute F. <laughs> Hands down the most repulsive place I've ever stopped at in the United States of America. I lasted about three hours before I just couldn't take it anymore. Okay, well, first of all, three hours is a long time. At that first, is a long time. At first, I think I was in shock and found myself taking pictures of everything because it was unbelievable, all capital letters. <laughs> At one point, I walked past a neighboring room with an open door, and there was a power washer set up in the main room, and the two beds looked like a scene of a double homicide. <laughs> it smelled as if something terrible happened in there. I mean, like, in the movies, terrible. As I walked around the grounds, I kept saying to myself, over and over, this really cannot be true. Whatever pictures they posted must be from 10 to 20 years ago, before the murders and the meth heads and prostitutes ran it over. It was nothing short of shocking. How is this place not condemned? I kept thinking. I went to the counter and told the guy I couldn't stay there. It's absolutely not up to any level of tolerable standards. He told me it was out of his hands. I had prepaid online. I put my key on the counter and drove away. The only thing this hotel would be good for is if you were shooting a very sketchy movie <laughs> drug addicts in the seedy location that's already dressed for the film. Listen up, Quentin Tarantino. This place was so bad that I felt dirty when I left. I showered in really hot water and scrubbed and scrubbed and still couldn't take shake the sense of what I will forever think of as the murder at Grumpy Room. Don't go there. You've been warned. Go kick advice taken. Thank you. Well, I mean, this guy's from Houston. He's probably, he has 125 other reviews. Like, what, what did you, what did you think? There's also a, re there's also a, a review here and it says, um, we need a plumber. Don't ever stay here. It was the nastiest place I've ever seen in America. The room stinks, the mildew and mold all over the walls. Pictures that you see about this hotel are not the hotel. What they don't show you is the hookers and the drug using people. <laughs> what if they did? <laughs> well, I love that they started out by saying they needed a plumber, but then there was nothing in the review about a plumber. And this is the, like the way, the way. At least they spelled it right. They don't need a plumper. Well, this we've heard of before. This is, um, uh, it says, the hotel staff said I was a prostitute. Gosh, this is another one. <clears throat> the owners put me in a room with roaches, and when I asked to be moved, the female told me only rooms with two beds were available, and money talks, so for $10 more, I'd be able to switch rooms. She said I was the first ever to complain. So I got a cup and put 10 roaches I had captured and took it to the office. You know when there's an office, it's not a like luxury hotel. And right. finally, they let me move to a different room at 3 a.m. At 3 a.m., who's moving rooms? As oh, they- not okay at 3 a.m. Nothing good happens after 11 p.m. in a hotel. Mm -mm. As they gave me the new key, one of the owners, I'm guessing the husband, told me he knows what I'm doing and he sees the men coming and going all day. I asked if he was insinuating that I, that I was a prostitute and he would not answer me. I didn't mention to his wife that he previously, um, 
uh, walked into my room at 9 a.m. without knocking to check if I was staying another night. I was half naked after my shower and dressing when he did that. I was so angry and felt violated. I have a lot more to say, but that's a summary of my final stay. I can honestly say I have a job as a server in a restaurant. I've never had sex for money, and I was there with my now ex and his two friends. Wow, she really just said that on TripAdvisor. I've never had sex for money. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We're working all this out on TripAdvisor. <laughs> I wonder if she's ever had um, quiet sex for money in a hotel. <laughs> or supposed quiet sex. Oh, God. Wow. That's just unbelievable that somebody would put that on there. It's like, I am not a pedophile. Well, if you if you're in a place, <laughs> you're gonna go on public record to say I am not a prostitute. Yeah, I am not a prostitute. I have not had sex for money. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start all my TripAdvisor reviews that way. He's like, but I have had sex for a BMW and a house, and, <laughs> and I did for that upgrade. Right. You would not believe what I would do for concierge access. <laughs> she just passes a note over the front desk that has like a bunch of stuff she'll do if she can get some free eggs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, make you a really happy man for some bacon and eggs in the morning. <laughs> My name is, let's just call me Wanda. You can call oh. me Wanda. So, you know how, um, you know how like, most business travel salespeople and like really great guest service teams typically like look at their VIP clients like on LinkedIn and they see if they can find out any of their preferences because they really want to try to customize an experience, right? Yeah. Like that's a normal practice. Like we do it every day and we find out things about our clients like, oh, they're vegetarian or they like, they went to LSU or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And you also know how much, like, you and I both love Four Seasons, right? Like, Four Seasons, we love you. Yes. And I know you've probably stayed at the Four Seasons in Austin. Cool place, right? Very cool. Like, remember when it was the only hotel you were like, you're like, oh, gosh, if I could go to the Four Seasons in Austin, that would be so nice. And there's a bunch of new hotels, but it's still, like, right there hanging with the big boys. I love that hotel. Me too. And so this woman who was with her beware, beware, beware of the four seasons. I mean, I figured that one beware was enough, but whatever. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to give this place a one-star rating. Privacy is not at the top of their priority list. The reservations manager, Laura, intruded into my husband LinkedIn profile to gain personal and sensitive information. What? I know, right? When brought this up to management, dated, they tried to cover their tracks by saying she was simply seeking email address. Really, Laura? You take it upon yourself to just go into your guest's personal online pages to look for information without asking? What happened to a telephone call, Laura? Leaving a voicemail, Laura? Furthermore, our email address is listed in the reservation. I have never in the history of staying at this property or any hotel for that matter, had employees to investigate or research 
their guest information online unless they have a reasonable doubt to. We both understand LinkedIn public, but only for the intent for those in a similar industry to network, not for the personal enjoyment or pleasure of hotel staff like Laura. Whoa. I tried to make a complaint, but got nothing but the runaround and excuse after excuse. Hard to get anyone to return a call, email, or simply take responsibility for their actions without lying and covering it up. Four seasons, you are sketchy. Well, guess what, ma'am and sir? You are the sketchy one because everyone looks at your stuff. LinkedIn is public. And there's nothing sensitive unless you put your credit card number on there and LinkedIn would have taken it down. Furthermore, if you think the Four Seasons Austin is sketchy, you need to listen to this podcast and you will hear what sketchy is. But it ain't the Four Seasons. No, I guarantee the only thing they were trying to do was make your stay personable and special. And that's what you call giving bad money after good. They don't need you. Four will be fine without you. Yeah, take that, Cree. And I love how she just keeps using the woman's name. And she's like insinuating that she wanted something from her husband. What? Like what? Like what? All of the all of your ratings from your colleagues that you asked to <laughs> recommendation. I really love George because he's not paranoid or anything, but he occasionally does accuse me of talking sensitive. Oh my God, that's nuts, lady. You're nuts. Um, totally nuts at the Four Seasons. Like, what did you think? Well, uh, this guy gave the hotel five stars. And it says, first time in Austin. It says, the hotel was beautiful, great views from all the rooms. Uh, there's several bars and restaurants inside the hotel, all of which are great. Um, about five minutes after checking into the hotel, dropping my bags off in the room, and coming outside to get some fresh air, I was asked to follow five police officers inside the hotel to where I was told I was being detained, but not yet under arrest, and asked to provide my ID and credit cards to the officers. Apparently, there was some sort of credit card fraud going on with one of the guests. Of course, it wasn't me, so the police apologized, told me I was free to go, and the hotel gave me a $75 beverage voucher for the inconvenience of being detained by five police police officers for three minutes into my stay for doing absolutely nothing wrong. Hey, mistakes happen. Great experience overall, being detained and all. We'll definitely come back to Austin. <laughs> so that's like, somebody, it's like, I, hey, it wasn't me doing credit fraud. I'm not a prostitute. I've never had sex for money and I've never used a skimmer at a gas station. Mm -mm, five stars. He gave the hotel. Just so everyone knows, I am not a crook. <laughs> not that. I've definitely stolen kids' clothes from Walmart, but I am not having sex for, for money. This is the best. It says, better than expected, four stars. It says, um, all this great stuff. And then buried in between all that, it says, one night we did see a police helicopter and the security guard searched the parking lot for an escapee from a nearby facility. Then it goes on. You need a car to drive in traffic on I-35. I mean... That was just buried in the middle. People are crazy. They really are. We 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 people, we are crazy. Um so <laughs> do you want to hear this? This is called poo, literally. Uh-uh. 
from the Four Seasons again. Like the Four Seasons is always gets it right. And this these few I don't know. This says I stayed here for the weekend. The first day a maid barged in on me after giving me only a second after knocking. I responded, well, lock your door, ma'am. <laughs> has locks. I don't think I needed the do not disturb sign yet. Clearly I was wrong. The next day I was downstairs getting for my friend's getting ready for my friend's wedding. Someone decided to go into my room and take a huge dump in my toilet and leave it. Stop. I was given a will look into it by the front desk. That's great and all. But I don't feel any less disturbed now. I do not want to go back in that room. At the outrageous prices they charge, I expected more than we'll take care of it. The managers didn't seem too concerned that my privacy had been invaded not once but three times. How many times? Three times. You don't get what you pay for here, just a headache and a special present left in your toilet. That's nuts. So I love this because you know how we do, we do block interrogations. And if you're listening out there, you know what that is. It means that before we have anybody get in trouble, we look and see who's come in and out of the room and we can tell. And the GM says, we reviewed your concerns and your concerns were not taken lightly. Our team thoroughly reviewed the lock records and found that no entry to the room was made during the hours you were away. We are truly regretful that you departed with the impression short of extraordinary. If you'd like to discuss this further, contact me at the information below. Okay, you just got schooled, ma'am. It was your dump. I want to be on that phone call. I want to be on that phone call. <laughs> I do too. I do. The Four Seasons, I'll be like, uh, in our estimate, it was your estimate, ma'am. And she's like, no, <laughs> bitch, this was not my dump. Well, I'm walking interrogation proves that it is in fact your log <laughs> so log. you are wrong for that and case dismissed and like you just hear like a come back you know the four seasons is always so nice they're so old world they'll be like um you just come to our attention and uh you are dumb you are really dumb <laughs> Oh my god oh my god okay so this review is from a guy named fullorama but it should be full of drama because he starts he goes off it says the area is littered with gang activity if you are a gangbanger slash drug abuser slash leech on society and don't mind that type of stuff then by all means stay at the in-town suites maybe you can carry out some of your gangbang slash leech on society stick it to the man ideas and break into unsuspecting people's cars you can cause them thousands of dollars worth of damage and not care because you are cool and above the law besides they have money and you don't what's a few thousand bucks anyway it's not like they worked hard for that money they don't mind donating a few thousand bucks to your gang drug activity you only worked two minutes and broke their car window and you stole everything out of their car you are way better than them. You deserve what you took. <laughs> He's the guy that got broken into. So indicting and so mean spirited and just like, yeah, y'all are bad people, crazy heads. You gangbangers, stick it to the man type people. <laughs> I am not having sex for money. <laughs> oh. 
Oh my God, this guy, I got to read this one. This, it says, <laughs> it says, um, this girl stayed at the hotel for one night. Listen, you have to know this is a scam. She said, I was asked to leave my credit card at the front desk for security purposes. <laughs> Not true, ma'am. <laughs> it says, it was a prepaid card, so I left it. I was awoken to find a charge to a porn site and used Wi-Fi. <laughs> Turns out the front the guy at the front desk could use my card to buy porn. <laughs> well, I seem to recall a time that we had to buy into a porn site to see if a an employee was running a porn site out of our restaurant. Remember? Yes, I had to watch porn in my tiny little office with our HR director. It was so embarrassing. And remember, I she was she was a a Paris not our HR director was not a Paris Hilton impersonator, but. That would have been funny, but that girl was like Paris Hilton impersonator. <laughs> I got reimbursed. Uh, for, I had to use my credit card and fill out an expense report for watching porn with my HR. For that, when you put that in your, your expense report, like, can you imagine like Tom North was like, wow, well. Uh. <laughs> That's hot. Do you remember? Tom had that great, uh, like his Facebook profile picture was him with the monkey on his shoulder. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. I, I miss those people. Like he was like, I love the way Lisa Dalton laughs. I'm like, Tom, that's, that's, that's great. I do too. And he's like, you think I can record it? What? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, you could, you could like put your phone over her desk when you can hear her laugh. And he's like, how would I do that? And I'm like, well, you could sit where Elliot sits. And then when Lisa laughs, she'll be there. And you can just put it up. And so Lisa's laughing really hard on the phone, the phone one day. And you just see Tom's little hand come up with like his jitterbug <laughs> phone. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so like for forever. And I think he had to get her like when she figured it out. Because like, you know, you can't get one past her. She's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I like your laugh. Oh my god! Creepy enough, but then like we organized something where we could get her to laugh and do his phone. And his ringtone was Lisa Dalton laughing hysterically. I love that. You know, um, my friend Graham recorded his wife snoring one night and then said it, as, <laughs> <laughs> it as her ringtone, and then called her in the morning on her way to work. <laughs> you know, it would be really funny for a ringtone if. You had somebody like um, just going off, like you know, like a guest complaint. It's like, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you another thing. I hate your pool. Like, if you could just record somebody on a voice message and transpose it to that, like your ringtone, it'd be hilarious. Oh my god, I want to do that. People you... lose their mind. They freak out. Like, I love watching videos of people losing their shit, like in restaurants. It just doesn't matter that much. Like, eat, eat the oysters and leave. You don't have to, like, freak out. You know who Tiffany Haddish is? You know that actress? Yeah. You know she left her phone in an audition room recording so she could hear what they say when she left? And then she came back in and was like, oh, sorry, I left my phone, and then got it and was able to hear what they were saying about her? Yeah. You, gotta, you should do that in an EC meeting. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, yeah, I probably yeah. should. I should have done it at uh, Zaza. That was, those were some good EC meetings.
Yeah, Riley's pretty sure that when he writes the book about the Zaza, he's going to have to leave the country. <laughs> I mean, I there were several times I thought there was going to be a fist fight. I would, you know, I'd pay to see that. Remember when Elliot got choked by a guest? That was I great. Get it? He's like, oh, ma'am, uh, you are crushing my thorax. <laughs> Elliot, he was such a wonder. He was like lightning in a bottle. So great. Hi, oh Elliot. Okay, do you have another one? I got a good one. Yeah, this is just great. It's really short. Um, let me see here. Oh, please. <laughs> this is from, this is from, it says the worst four seasons. And this guy's, his title is Raucous Indignation. You sound like a really pleasant man, sir. Um, from Hudson River Valley, New York. And he says, we're staying at this Four Seasons in Austin. Service is miserable. The staff here seems incapable. And please stop giving my daughter animal crackers. That does not make up for anything. Bunch of slack-jawed, inattentive clowns. Whoa! So he lived up to his name, Raucous Indignation. And... They didn't respond. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess they're like, well, no more animal crackers for her. What? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I loved it that it said, they're giving, please stop giving my daughter animal crackers. Well, I guess, you know what I bet though? I bet, sir, that your daughter's happy to have those animal crackers to chew on when you're being an asshole. That's what I bet. Oh my God. Yeah. Animal crackers sound really good right now. You know, I liked those frosted animal cookies when I was a kid that had like little L's on them. I may or may not look at those at the dollar store when I go. Oh my God. You liked them as a kid. I love those things now. Okay. I have I'll be like, oh, let me try a white one. Okay. Okay. Let me try pink. Two, two more pinks. Oh, let me go back to white. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even really know if these are animals. They look more like mushrooms, but let's eat them. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> and they have a bag like the bag is like pink and white and red stripes like carnival like that's how you get excited about nutrition that makes me happy uh-huh oh my gosh you know the other snack i love from the dollar store is um that like, processed cheese with the dipping sticks oh yeah 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 i like sweet cheese like like out of a can which is uh. purely american tradition I will, I will challenge anybody that if you need a good snack to just sort of make you feel better, a, a Keebler club cracker with some fresh Wisconsin squeeze cheese. Mmm. That sounds so good. Oh, that sounds, what about the cheese that has the, um, the nuts on the outside? It's like a cheese ball with the nuts on the outside. Love yeah, it. I do too. I haven't really found a cheese that I really don't like. In fact, um, I may or may not spend at least a good 15 minutes going up and down the cheese aisle at Trader Joe's and maybe take like two or three. Mmm, so good. Yeah. Okay, now I'm hungry. Okay, so this review is from a middle-ager's perspective. That's the title, from a middle-ager's perspective. And um, it's a middle-aged, uh, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, traveling with their 12-year-old daughter. And it says, um, let's see. 
Location was great, on the lake, great place to walk or sit outside, and just a short drive to downtown Austin. Love the park, the private parking lot. I can't think of one of my middle-aged friends who could handle some of the quirks we encountered during our stay here, though. Like the incessant questions asked by an elderly <laughs> tooth-challenged gentleman about how to park, how to work his iPad, or the guy cradling the house kitten and lamenting the loss of a girl he had never had from the bar last night, or the nocturnal guest drinking beer on the back patio outside our window, or mingling in the kitchen outside our door, or the blindfolded man with unbuttoned pants snoring on the communal couch until noon. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with any of this because my writer spirit thrives on stimulating experiences no matter how quirky. I would definitely say if you're middle-aged, you either need to be tolerant or quirky in order to handle a stay at a place like this. My 12-year-old daughter was neither of these. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel sorry for that man with his iPad and that cat. Like, I'm still back there. Yeah. Um, Cradling. <laughs> oh, like the incessant questions asked by an elderly, tooth-challenged gentleman about how to work his iPad or the guy cradling the house kitten and lamenting the loss of the girl he never had from the bar last night, or the nocturnal guest drinking beer on the back patio. This is the best. <clears throat> or the blindfolded man with unbuttoned pants snoring on the communal couch until noon. <laughs> what are you doing there with your 12-year-old? Sounds like an insane asylum. I mean, blindfolded, he probably had that he probably had that like as a sleeping mask so he didn't have to look at you. Oh, I thought maybe he had the woman from the bar last night that the guy with the cat was lamenting about. Yeah, well, that cat just wanted to get on that iPad. He's like, hey man, I want to change those sticks on that iPad. Can you get that shit to work? <laughs> it's so good. It really is. I mean, I've got, a, um, I've got another one here. I'm still back at plumping. <laughs> Let me see. Um, <laughs> this is one from Explorer. Do not do it. Don't do it. I say this old hotel is ghetto fied. You read that right, ghetto fied. Doesn't even deserve one star. How do you rate a ghetto fied hotel? You can't. Don't do it. Filthiest hotel I've ever stayed at, and so noisy. We were in our room for about five minutes and my wife was getting pretty, changing her clothes, and this guy just walked into our room. I almost shot him. <laughs> it is Texas. I held him at gunpoint and called the front desk. Poor guy, he'd been staying in the room all week with work. They moved him to a different room and didn't tell him or take his car to get into the new room. No. I, almost, I almost shot him. I would have been responsible for murder. This what? ghetto five. <laughs> What? Yeah. I wonder if the hotel paid for his laundry bill after he pissed himself. Being I love that he held him at gunpoint. And like, at what point are you like, oh, bro, you didn't say you were staying in the room. I mean, my lady's just over there getting pretty and you threw me off. Oh my God. Can you imagine if you're just like, do, 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 hmm, going up the elevator. I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Maybe room service. Maybe I'll go downstairs. Ah, gun. Yeah, somebody explore from the back. Like, the fuck are you doing? Trying to look at my wife getting ready. 
He's like, oh, uh, this time, what's wrong? I mean, did they just move all his stuff too? That's nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Another one from this is the bathroom crime. This was probably the grossest bathroom I've ever seen in my life. Looked like something along the lines of a murder, suicide, hooker murder, or heroin overdose was likely to occur here. My boyfriend has so many bites all over his leg now. Glad it was only one night. It was pet friendly though, which is why we stayed. Oh my God. The key word there is stayed. Like at what point she's like, babe, this looks like a murder, suicide, hooker murder, or heroin overdose. But I mean, as long as you don't get any more bites around your ankle. Sorry, what's the difference between a murder and a hooker murder? Is that a different crime scene? Murder, suicide, comma, hooker murder, or heroin overdose. There's three distinct things there. Wow. Hooker murder. This guy, it says, not worth the rate. Entirely too expensive to have a bathroom needing repairs and to find a, find, to find a bloody tooth in the bed the first night. What? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. On the internet. I'm so, I love this so much. Oh, my God. The hotel responded. It says, um, we sincerely apologize for the displeasure he had with your stay. We understand that our general manager has followed up with you directly and our hotel personnel is available at all times. Should you like to discuss further? Like, <laughs> oh, bloody tooth. Wouldn't it be funny if they, if they wrote back like, we seriously apologize. <laughs> 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 We're so sorry. <laughs> or like if they call, they're like, oh, this is the general manager. I'm just calling about the <laughs> this certain review. <laughs> I can assure is, you there's no missing teeth. That is correct. My name is Sam. <laughs> Feel free to ship that back to the hotel. Right. I mean, a tooth in the bed. Ugh. <laughs> Bloody tooth. I would just put that under my pillow and hope that I got free breakfast the next morning from the tooth here. <laughs> 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 Complaints. They're like, congratulations, sir. <laughs> when you are saying things like hooker murder, bloody tooth and um, crime scenes, and yet you fulfilled your obligation by staying at that hotel. The joke is on you. <laughs> neighbors, countrymen. You are not in a place that has a mini bar, and you're not in a place that is safe or secure. You are in a crack house. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of, this person stayed at this hotel. It's an extended stay. They stayed there for four months, four months, and they put a pro and con list together on the good points. It says, and they're very organized. It says good points in parentheses, pro, number one, cheap, cheap place to stay. And then it goes on and on about bad points. They have eight bad points, but of the bad points, like number one of the bad points is the trash cans you can smell the trash cans. The air conditioning's not great. The parking's not great. <laughs> they go on and on. Number seven, 
Number seven, suicide. Man committed suicide, in parentheses, shot himself, and hotel didn't know until the next day. What? Window was broken by fire department and not fixed for more than one month. <laughs> Number eight, people staying in rooms nearby. Number nine, the internet. Number 10, the TV. I mean, really? Holy smokes, like four months. Four months. People, you do not have to live like this. You do not have to live like this. I um, was the GM. Listen to this real quick. It says, this is number six. People staying in rooms near. Had a man staying next door and he would go outside and throw up in the bushes outside the room after drinking all day. <laughs> Had a... <laughs> thing is like oh there's larry out there barking his dinner up must be time went on again they're like mark can you go hose down the bushes larry just got done. <laughs> like the maintenance man every day is like damn it why is there vomit in the bush again <laughs> he's like really good down he's like oh, i think i found the culprit i think it's drunk larry from 303 <laughs> Oh my God, it says, I had a, a couple of, with kids staying next door. <laughs> and they fought for three days until they finally left for San Antonio. How do I know they went to San Antonio? You'd have to be deaf not to know. <laughs> deaf again. That's something that we're going to have to put in the search history next time. for. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. That's is there. Oh my God, that's so good. Okay, that's all I got. That's so funny. I feel like that was like the carnival of crazy. I told you I do have to say that for any of my friends who work for uh, hotels in Austin, um, I really, I love Austin and I have some favorites. And um, I have to say that my new favorite, I probably shouldn't say this since I work for the company, but it's not about that. I love the new Aloft high-rise that's an element Aloft high-rise. It's on 7th and uh, Congress and it's brand new and it has a killer outdoor music scene uh, like ACL, a mini ACL. It has a great bar and a game room and it's done by White Lodging and they aced it. I am so blown away by that property. So, Oh, that's exciting. That's great. Yeah, and it's like right in the heart of everything. Like you can walk out, look up the street, there's the Capitol, you can go to Sixth Street, you can go to the bars and restaurants around, it's all walkable. And every single interaction I had with all of their employees, I've stayed there like four times. It, they just, they just blew, blew it away. I mean, I was like blown away. So kudos to you guys. There's so many beautiful hotels in Austin. I mean, you really have, I, I remember when I used to go there on business, there were so few hotels. Like you said, the Four Seasons was kind of the big game in town. And now, God, there's so, so much variety and, you know, the quirkiness of Austin throughout some of the hotels too, which is fun. Yeah, that's true. You know, speaking of Austin, you know who I talked to today? I don't know why this made me think of it. Or yesterday, I talked to Jason McCormick. He's living in San Antonio and I'm going to go down and see them and have brunch with them on Labor Day Sunday in San Antonio and catch up. He was, oh my God, stop. Please tell him I said hello. I will. He's so, remember how much fun we had? We had so much fun with him. 
Oh my God, Jason and I had to go to Canada to go to the call center and do sales calls together. It was great. Yeah, I remember that. And I also remember um, that Jason uh, and I implemented a Mad Lib game. Like when things would get too weird in the office, we would call Marlene in and like Ruth and we would do a Mad Lib. And like the things that came out of those people's mouths, the only <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, Jason. It's hilarious. Um, okay. Well, let's First think about where we want to go next week. Scott, I think we'll just have to surprise the listeners. We really hope you enjoyed Austin. Um, and if you're on your way down to Austin from Dallas, you should stop at um, exit 383. Not that I know that. 353, sorry. At the West um, check stop and enjoy some kolaches that's what i have to say about that oh my god you're making me hungry again okay i'm gonna go get some kolaches and some cheese oh that sounds so good a puff pastry and a dr pepper that's how we do it all right well we we appreciate you listening to tales from TripAdvisor, and tell all your friends and uh post about us and send us reviews and where you want to go bye everyone have a great week bye